You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ask a Drone You. My name is Paul. And my name is Rob. Super happy, as always, to be hanging out in this chair next to this dude and uh, spending a few minutes with you. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Definitely, and thank you for everyone who uh, stayed on board with us during our hiatus. We, uh, we did complete our move. We'll get more into that after we get through today's question. Just that way we can have better organized content and make it easier for you to navigate said content. So our question today is brought to you by the big Drone U team here in colorful Colorado. We've got another mapping class and we're changing the mapping class format. So for everyone who wrote into those surveys who said, you know what, I would love just one extra day to go through some additional exercises. We thought seven exercises, which is pretty much double what everyone else uh, offers in their classes was enough. Well, now we're taking it to 10. But This extra day is simply going to allow you to process the imagery that was taken during acquisition day. This way you can go through additional exercises and process the data that you actually flew. This way, not only do you better understand the workflow, but you are able to connect the dots between acquisition and processing as a whole. So for those of you who like taking it just a wee bit slower and get a little bit more practice just to hone your skills, you're gonna be happy. We have another mapping class, August 22nd through 25th. I recommend that you join us for Flight Mastery. That's where we fly our famous obstacle course. And uh, I, I have to say, Rob, you know, the last mapping class, we had Wing Truck come out and demo how to fly large areas. And we're gonna be adding that content into our class. Very excited about that. And um, I'm excited to do it all over again with everyone here in Colorado. And the new location is simply amazing. It is plenty of space, beautiful uh, mountains in the background. It's hard to beat. Yeah, the scenery is unreal, and so is the class. So make sure you check it out. Go to thedroneu.com and uh, scroll down. Go to events, or you can go to thedroneu.com, and I think it's forward slash events, and sign up to join us for mapping class, which is going to be relevant for anyone in inspections, utility inspections, construction, even film, believe it or not, and anyone who's in engineering as well. We go over geo-referenced and non-geo-referenced data sets, different types of GPS, which there's a really new cool uh, RTK receiver out by Trimble that's only $400. So I think we're going to have to pick up one of those, Rob, and teach on it because it is a phenomenal solution for those mappers out there. Uh, I also love the Wingtra for mapping large areas because it has the PPK solution. So it geotags its images before you process. It really makes the workflow of mapping and processing large areas uh, simple and easy. So check out that class. But let's head over to today's question. Hey guys, so thankful that you're out there with the vast amount of information that you have. I've been uh, looking at starting a drone business um, for about a year now and been listening to your past podcasts and uh, was looking at P4Ps as that's one of them that you really said was a really good all around drone. Looked for some, found some for, you know, decent, decent prices. But um, what I've found lately is the prices have gone up. They've almost doubled lately and I'm ready to pull the trigger 
and I'm not sure where to go now. Uh, and also some of them that I found, some of the companies that I found that were selling them, uh, they say they're not available anymore. And I'm just wondering, I'm looking for the, the not plus the P4P pro not plus. I don't, I want to use a, a larger screen. So I'm wondering if you have any information that you can give me on a potential replacement for the P4P or if there's something else that you want to, you know, that's a good all around drone that I can use and start a business. Any information will be appreciated. And again, I appreciate you guys being out there. I am a member and I am so thankful I found you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Gary, so much. We appreciate you more than you realize. And thank you for sending in a question. This is certainly something that a lot of people are thinking about. As uh, even if you're able to find a Phantom, um, we're not sure how much longer they'll be supported, right? That's always a potential issue. So it is a very timely question and one that uh, I assure you, you are not alone in asking. Um, And it's one of those things where as of now, there's not a perfect solution by any means, but there are a solution or two. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that there is no apples to apples comparison um, because, you know, kind kind of staying strict to the question regarding an all around drone. I'm not sure if you'll find another drone that's great at video, great at photos, great at mapping, all the third party apps, great transmission distance for the price point of a Phantom. And we know it's end of life, you know, so it really makes you wonder uh, what is going to ever compete with the Phantom or replace the famous Phantom. It just... The only thing I can imagine when you've got something this successful, it's like if Ford stopped doing, I don't want to give DJI too much credit, (laughs) but if Ford stopped selling the F-150, right? It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I can think is that it was too much power, so to speak, for the profit that it made. And they just realized they could essentially splinter it and make a lot more money. I have no other explanation that I can come up with. But anyways, in in all honesty, Rob, I I couldn't agree with you more. You know, we thought the Mavic 3 would be a great solution, um, but there really are no third party apps to allow autonomous flights on the Mavic 3. We did just get a new update on that particular issue that DJI will open up the SDK for the Mavic 3, but they're going to be supporting autonomous and mapping mission applications really on the enterprise side. I mean, you think about something like the Phantom, it shoots 4K60, it's got a one inch sensor, it shoots 20 megapixel photos. It does great mapping because of the type of um, shutter that it has. You know, to replicate that, I feel like would not be super difficult. But I also feel like just like how Airbus has kind of overtaken Boeing in the number of plane deliveries because of the 737 MAX issues, I feel like Airbus is about to do it again to DJI. And we'll have more on that because I believe that we actually found the mapping alternative to the Phantom that's not, you know, 10x the cost of a Phantom. I, I can't believe DJI, you know, like they say, if you want to do photogrammetry, you do you you buy the M300, right? And then get the P1 camera. I'm not going to spend $24,000 to do what a $2,000 drone can do. That's ridiculous. You it know, ridiculous. I'll buy an American drone with crappy software before I do that. Yeah. So, but that said, there's a new drone that we will be uh, discussing here shortly, adding into our don't crash course and adding into our mapping class because we believe that we have found the mapping alternative to the Phantom. We've been testing it out for the last three weeks 
absolutely in love with the thing. Um, there are still some basic features that you're not going to get with this drone that you get with a Phantom, but I have yet to see anything at this price point offering these types of features with the integration that it has, and most importantly, the controllability and ability to fly longer distances without having hiccups on control issues. It's That's a big issue. It is a huge issue. I mean, even, you know, I feel like the number one manufacturer in the United States, Skydio, even their drones are really limited on uh, distance. And so uh, Airbus has done what no one else ha has been able to figure out, which is pretty incredible. So we'll have more on that later. But to answer this question, Rob, I, you know, he thinks I want a good all around drone. Some people may say, oh, Mavic 3, great zoom, uh, great ability to capture stunning photography, stunning video. And while those things are true, the maneuverability, stability, and agility of the Mavic 3 are below subpar. Um, <laughs> so below subpar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in other words, it's absolute shysa. So <laughs> look that up. Well, and and you know, a lot of people ask me in person. They say, Paul, why do you why do you say that the Mavic Three doesn't fly well? Well, number one, it can't even complete a banking turn on the obstacle course. But I think the actual example for all of you pilots out there, imagine you're tracking a car just down the street. It's going slow. Let's say 15, 20 miles an hour, right? Or even wake surfing, which is pretty much between 10 and 13 miles an hour. If you wanted to film one side of the boat and the surfer and then fly around the boat, kind of in a horseshoe, uh, you know, flight line around the boat to capture the opposite angle so that you have a diversity of angles, the Mavic 3 literally cannot complete that turn and keep up with the boat. Same thing with a car. You try to come around the car to get the other side, car's out of frame, and the Mavic 3 can't keep up because yaw is prioritized over roll, and it really makes for a terrible flight experience. We literally had two students at the experience training who brought Mavic 3s who are so frustrated with the performance of that drone, they literally put it away and one of them sold it. They were just disgusted with it. You I know? didn't know that. Wow. Um, so that said... Answering the question, best all-around drone, um, unfortunately, until we have new options, which I, I do want to say we are expecting the Inspire 3 to come out in September of this year. But I think if we're talking about filming action sports or anything on the move, which the Mavic 3 can't do, if we're talking about uh, great photography, uh, which honestly my favorite portable photography drone is probably still the Mavic 2 Pro, not the Mavic 3. Um, I just love the color from that Hasselblad sensor. Um, but also if we take those aspects of drone jobs and tie it in, so action sports, photography, videography, maybe even want to do some mapping too. I think the Inspire 2 is really the, the best bang for your buck. You know, you're going to pay about three grand for the frame that gets you into an X4S camera. That's the same exact camera as a Phantom. Mm -hmm. You can also get the X7 camera, which opens up, you know, even more action sports, extreme cinematography. You know, you get that ultra wide cinematic uh, UHD look, you know, in the movie The Gentleman by Guy Ritchie. He, I, one of the actors even, even like, you've got to have the cinematic look. It's the 2.35 of a 1. It's really wide and it's really good, you know. <laughs> wow, and, and, nice. uh, you know, that's one of my favorite movies. Call your agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, the Inspire 2 on the X7 shoots the 2.44 over 1 natively. 
uh, which is, I, I literally have ranch brokers calling me to get that, that same shots that I've done for the land commissioner. And the X7 is the only camera that can do that. And so I think to answer the question of what's the best all around drone, I think the answer is the Inspire 2. Cons. Is it going to cost you more money to do mapping missions? Yes. Are batteries more expensive? Yes. But on the flip side, you can fly more days out of the year with the Inspire 2 over something like the Phantom. And if you're flying in windy environments, you live by the beach, you live in the mountains, Inspire 2. High altitude props and can handle those convective winds. So for me, uh, I, I would say, Rob, the Inspire 2 and I've told you since we had our Inspire 2 stolen, the um, the perception thing that we've talked about so many times. Yeah, you've experienced it. I had a client who uh, who was expecting me to pull out the I-2 and see, you know, the legs come up and do the crane and all that. And I didn't have it. And he was literally depressed, like uh, not a phys, not, you know, depressed uh, over a long period like of time. Like some meds, but... Yeah, but like <laughs> he was definitely sad, and the the percept really? oh yeah, and the perception of having that Inspire too. I mean, it has that Terminator like vibe, and it definitely expresses a professionalism to your clients to say, I'm not just a guy who bought a Mavic Three at Best Buy. This is an Inspire too. This is a professional grade aircraft. You're gonna get a professional grade product you can charge more with just the perception. I have proven it. So that being said, if you get the cinematic version of the uh, Mavic 3, isn't it going to cost, how much is that? Who knows? Uh, on, on I DJ, thought it was like five or 6,000. Uh, uh, well, for the Inspire 3 or the... No, 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 oh. the, the Mavic 3. Mavic 3 cinematic Cine is, uh, I think, about 5,000. That's yeah. what I thought. So you're getting up into the Inspire 2 anyways. Yeah, and it flies like crap, man. I'm telling yeah. you, like it flies like crap. And what camera would one use with the Inspire 2 for mapping? What's the best camera on the Inspire 2 for Well, that? you can use the X7 if you want to. Let's say you're doing like complex 3D modeling, lifelike 3D modeling, modeling stuff like what we did for Netflix. The flat light and the high color gamut that you get out of that camera are really incredible. Um, but for doing 2D mapping, for doing basic 3D mapping, the X4S is the exact same camera as the Phantom. Oh, yeah, you said that. And in fact, uh, you can actually map in windier climates. Um, you can also get better data because that gimbal has um, a higher degree of articulation on pitch and roll than the Phantom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's say you need to map and it's a 30 knot wind. Inspire 2 will do it just fine. Yeah. And so the the X5 or the X5S, which is it for the Inspire 2? I prefer the X7 myself. So the X5, there's not really any reason to, to delve into that if you the can X get to the X7. Yeah. The X5 doesn't really do mapping. The X5 doesn't do that ultra wide cinematic, uh, you know, establishing shot look, which by the way, we have used that exact camera. You can go look at it yourself on movies like uh, The Harder They Fall. I still need to register myself on IMDb to get the credit for that. But because um, another company literally tried taking credit for some of the shots. I'm like, I have that file. 
file on my computer. <laughs> so, uh, but that said, um, honestly, I would skip the X5S. You're not going to do mapping with it. You're not going to get that ultra wide cinematic view that you can get natively out of the X7. And honestly, the X7 sensor is larger than the X5. You're talking about a micro four thirds versus a super 35 millimeter. And that super 35 millimeter can shoot that ultra wide anamorphic look because the sensor is literally ultra wide itself. It's not a standard kind of three by four aspect ratio. It's much wider hmm. and not as tall. I mean, it was literally built for cinematography. And if you have an Inspire 2, you can shoot action sports, you know, car commercials, video commercials, and you can make, you know, most of the stuff on the Discovery Channel look much better. Cool. So as of now, until we do a little bit more testing, especially from a mapping perspective on on this potential other option, the Inspire 2 seems to be the go-to, at least for the money as well. Yeah, and I, I will say um, DJI's current trajectory in their offerings, their costs are going up and the features are going down. The only way that we can turn this around is if people literally stop buying DJI, which I know a lot of people can't by DJI anymore um, because of the whole NDAA and national security and all that, which again, is so simple to solve that problem. But at the end of the day, DJI built like you, uh, you know, made analogous to the F-150, the, the best all around, uh, as Bill English would call it, the Honda Civic, but I hate Civic drivers. But anyway, sorry, Jason. Um, <laughs> Ouch. I was a Civic driver for three years. <laughs> Oopsies. Didn't know you hated me for three years. <laughs> no, I didn't hate you. I didn't hate you. Um, but uh, it was the Honda Civic of drones. You know, it could do it all. And it was reliable and it could do it over and over and over again. By the way, there's a lot of cool people that drive Honda Civics. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to play into the perception that people think I, I am. It's so well, um, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, that that's that said. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, that said. Who is going to build a drone that's great for action sports, that's great for mapping, that a lot of third-party apps can use, that you can get sub two grand? I wonder, on DJI's current trajectory, do they literally shoot themselves in the foot so badly that another company, you got Skydio riding their heels, you've got uh, this other company that we're going to launch the review on here soon, and you'll learn who we're talking about. Uh, they're on their heels and they've done a phenomenal job. I think this this is the drone that replaces the Phantom, but I'm not going to say which one it is. We're testing the crap out of it. Uh, so far, unbelievably impressed. Um, if you go on my LinkedIn, you'll see an example of something that I did with it um, that made my life in landscaping, my house, so much easier. <laughs> so thank you, Pix40 React. Uh, but that said... Um, you know, it's it's going to be really interesting, Rob, to see where this industry goes over the next few years. 2023 is right around the corner. Remote ID was supposed to be in place by then. The federal case against remote ID citing Fourth Amendment violations. It looks like race day quads might win. And if they win, expect remote ID. I wouldn't say don't expect it to go away. It might temporarily go away, but I would imagine that they reconvene and, and launch something uh, again soon. I think it delays the process as a whole. 
Um, but I also think that that gives the industry a much needed uh, leg up to figure out the right methodologies of creating these aircraft to support recreational and commercial pilots. And I think that's another thing DJI has really done is try to segregate the audience. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense to me, though. Why do, are we going to spend $20,000 on an M300 with that H20T when you can't even make a map out of that thing? I mean, it sucks. You can't do thermal mapping. You're supposed to literally, you know, convert the RJPEGs into TIFFs using FLIR tools, but then DJI lock down the files. And it's just like, uh, are you guys punishing the people that spend more money? It's like if you were to buy the higher end Porsche 911 GT4 RS, right? Mm. And it had less horsepower than the standard one. That's like the equivalent of what DJI is doing. And consumers are just going to have to do what we did to Apple when Apple finally came back to having laptops with HDMI, with SD card ports, because people are like, I'm not carrying dongles everywhere. I'm not buying $300 worth of docks just to be able to do what my laptop should do. Right. And it hurt Apple and they finally went back. I know they were handicapped by Intel, but at the same time, the consumer is in control. We just have to put our foot down and not go out and listen to, you know, a bunch of people on the Internet that tell you to buy every brand new drone that comes out because, you know, they got a hard on about it. So we got to be careful. We got to be smart. We got to be educated and deliberate. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the great things to kind of wrap this up with the Inspire 2 is the interchangeable cameras, right? Yep. But is there a thermal for the Inspire 2? I don't think the X-T2 works on the Inspire 2. Uh, You can always do the thermal backpack option, but uh, no, I think the answer is no. Okay. Not not easily. Is it possible? Well, anything's possible. Exactly. The right kind of know-how and uh, slash money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but that said, I think that answers the question. Now, Rob, I know a lot of people have been mentioning we haven't been doing podcasts. We've been hearing about it in the community. Um, and we finally, you know, made the move to Colorado. We did, and we are super excited. But as you can imagine, that whole process of moving two families and a business to Colorado, getting out of there, getting into here, has been quite the process. Treacherous indeed, Rob. Yes, but well worth it. Well worth it. Love it here. Only been here a week, a little over a week. Myself, you've been here longer, almost two months. Mm-hmm. But uh, couldn't be happier. Miss friends and yeah, friends didn't have family back in Albuquerque. Ironic. That's not true. My brother's there. The um, one thing miss I'm, them very much. But man, so glad to be here. The one thing I miss about Albuquerque that this place doesn't have, and this place has the people, the landscape, the activities. It, it has it all except for this one thing. Albuquerque's food mm-hmm. is so much better. Um, but. I'm not going to sacrifice all the other aspects of life just for the food. Um, but because uh, the people up here are phenomenal. So nice. Lovely, Loveland. Lovely, Loveland. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. Right. No, super happy to be here and miss Albuquerque, miss New Mexico. It, it definitely has a beauty of its own. Believe that there are some struggles going on up there that are unfortunate and that I hope. Uh, the leadership there in New Mexico is able to get under control. If, if not for any other reason than the friends and family that we did leave there. Um, but it's just a beautiful place. It really is. But again, super excited to be here. Anyways, that's kind of why we've had a hiatus. We've been 
not working in the same town for a month and a half and then just all the moving and we still don't have an office. Uh, we think we're going to go look at one as soon as we finish this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> by the time we do the next show, maybe we'll have one. Yes, hopefully, hopefully. Um, but anyways, yeah. Well, and to clarify too. Come see you, us in Colorado. Yeah. To clarify too, I've been telling a lot of people about the 1200 acre ranch that we're flying on and doing classes on. And uh, we were building an office out there. But the construction was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And finally, we were just like, okay, we'll use this as a satellite office because it's small enough, have everything out there for trainings, still do our trainings out here, pay for it. But I think we need to have a proper office. So uh, so as Rob said, we, we have to literally go to a showing right after shooting this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're super excited about it. And I have to say... Uh, I think my demeanor has has been better here in Colorado. I, I appreciate your optimism for New Mexico, you know, with your friends and family. But I'll be the realist here and say they're screwed. Uh, not <laughs> not your friends and family, but all of New Mexico. I mean, mm-hmm. they ran out of water yesterday in Albuquerque, so that's kind of a problem. Um, but uh, and the leadership is about as dumb as rocks. So I mean, you, you know, you, you combine it all and. Minus the food. Uh, Look, Albuquerque, New Mexico, great weather. It was an amazing place for us to have and cultivate our business. And now it's time to level up into a much larger economic opportunity and uh, happier people. And I I just, I I, I can't compare the two, Rob. It's hard. It's, uh, things are so beautiful up here. The people are beautiful. The mindset, the ideology, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. So I know we'll disagree on some things there. Um, uh, but I think hope ran out for New Mexico, at least for me a while ago. So, well, we're here now. We are, we are. We're here now. Um, that said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today. We are back doing our shows. Join us for a training. You won't want to miss out. Uh, appreciate all the brand new props clients. We're going to be having some more uh, podcasts on our props public safety program, which launched in June. Um, in fact, uh, we got a new client on that yesterday. I think I forgot to tell you about. Um, on top of that, uh, our props programs for other companies are going well. And it's just amazing to have a product that no one can compete with because no one offers uh, what the Props Flight School by Drone U offers. So if you're working with a drone team or a drone program and you want your pilots to be professional, reliable operators practicing safety, you got to check out the Props Flight School. That's going to do it for us today. Rob, hopefully I didn't make you too uncomfortable talking a little trash about New Mexico. No. Hey, it's... uh... You're entitled to your perspective. And an opinion it is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and I don't want to negate the fact that that state uh, was a phenomenal place for us for a very long time. So it I was. just, last couple of years, it's, it's, so, but anyway. Yep. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we'll be here next time so that I can make Rob feel awkward. Just kidding. <laughs> so no, we can I'm provide good. you with great information. But thanks again. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. <laughs> we believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, 
business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.